Hi there, um, my name is Dr. Caleb Ferguson, um, Senior Research Fellow from Western Sydney University. I'm joined today by Dr. Sarah uh, Ivanian from the University of Technology, Sydney. And Sarah has recently um, just published a, an editorial in the European Journal of Cardiovascular Nursing um, titled, Time to Rethink the Terminology of Heart Failure. Welcome, Sarah. Thank you, Caleb, good to be here. So Sarah, I'm, I'm keen to know um, uh, for our listeners why you think it's time to rethink the terminology of heart failure. Uh, well, I think there's a couple of things. Uh, firstly, the term heart failure, I feel, is somewhat misleading. I think it often makes people think that it's something that happens suddenly when actually heart failure is something that you can live with for many years. Um, also, the associations that people generally make with the word heart failure, I think people generally think of heart attack and they don't actually realize these are two distinctly different things. And of course, when you hear the words heart and failure together, this can cause fear and panic. And people think of the heart as our most precious organ. So you say those words together and people just assume this means an imminent cardiac death. Um, yeah, so it's a pretty confusing term. Uh, there's many words that are used for it, so it's actually an umbrella term as well. Um, so yeah, and it's not used consistently, and people don't often understand that it's chronic and how it's different to heart attack. Mm, yeah, and I guess, um, how does this impact um, heart failure self-care? So obviously self-care is very important in um, heart failure management. Um, how, does the, how does the lack of an understanding of the terminology contribute to that self self-care? Well, I think because people often think um, of heart attack or something that's more acute when they hear the words heart failure, this really has massive implications for symptom management. So because people think of heart attack, they generally don't have any problem attributing chest pain to their condition um, because that's something that's quite, uh, they understand very well, but they have much greater difficulty recognizing other symptoms that are very common in heart failure, like breathlessness, peripheral edema, or fatigue. Um, and breathlessness is actually the most common symptom of heart failure and the symptom that actually causes um, heart failure related hospitalizations. So these symptoms that people don't often associate with the heart are actually often overlooked and that can lead to delayed care seeking, which would lead to emergency hospitalization, which requires a longer length of stay and much more complex treatment to resolve. Mm, so this is a really big problem. People not really knowing what the terminology actually is and, and really that well informed about their condition. Yeah. Um, so also, I guess I'm keen to understand um, what we can do to help improve the understanding of, of the terminology of heart failure. Is there any actions from, from your editorial that might help uh, patients and clinicians? Yeah, definitely. I think it is a confusing term, but I don't necessarily feel we should change it. I think this would just add to the confusion. I think we need to use the words heart failure. It shouldn't be taboo. Um, but I do think it needs to be used with an explanation that patients can understand. Um, so this includes an explanation of what it doesn't mean, so how it's different to a heart attack, and also an explanation that you can actually live for it with many, uh, for many years. So yeah, and of course, for the words to be used consistently as well. That's great. Thanks very much for joining us today, Sarah. And uh, congratulations again on your editorial. Thank you so much, Caleb. Thanks again. Bye. Thanks. Bye.